You are listening to The Yoni Codes, where every week we explore the secret mysteries of the divine feminine through the reclamation of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and relationship. Through the gates of your yoni and held within your womb are secret codes that when activated, spark magic, healing, and rebirth. The Yoni Codes are the wisdom keys to harnessing your power, healing your lineage, and expressing your magic in the world. We believe that if every woman unlocks the Yoni Codes within themselves, the ripple effect will be the healing of our collective. I'm Melissa April. I'm Catherine Blanco. Let us dive into the mysteries together. Welcome back, Yoni Coders. Okay, I really need to stop calling everybody Yoni Coders. I think it's adorable, so let's just keep with it. Okay. (laughs) Let's decode the Yoni-verse. Yeah. Our Yoni codes. (laughs) I thought you were going to say with our Yonis. Oh, even better. I mean, I guess that's technically what we're doing. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. And I think that this podcast has started off absolutely perfect uh-huh. uh, oh, perfect eh? <laughs> absolutely perfect because we're perfect people and uh we're living in a perfect world and i would expect nothing best nothing best <laughs> <laughs> nothing less okay see we're gonna have to stop and re-record that we're gonna have to re-record that you guys um so because today we're actually talking about perfectionism Mm -hmm. and the reason why we're bringing this up is because we have found through the recording of the yoni codes podcast Catherine and i have really started to play into each other's perfectionism and Mm -hmm. at first it was like we're pretty chill people and like pretty go with the flow and like easy going and we work really well together and and we've started to notice i've actually noticed it as the recordings have gone on that it's almost like we have become more fixated on each episode becoming more and more perfect less mistakes mm-hmm. less you know n- nitpicking i guess things like why didn't or we should have brought this up we should have done this um there was yeah. noise here oh the cat's meowing and the babies are crying and uh to the point that we've actually re-recorded a couple of episodes. Like we've yeah. done it, nitpicked it, and then jumped on the call on a call 20 minutes later and re-recorded it again. Yeah. Luckily, we like talking to each other. And <laughs> I think and it's- I feel like we're, it's almost like we're enabling each other to continue doing it. And I know. Because Melissa and I happen to be extremely self-aware folks we're like hey we should talk about this on the podcast because we know that if we're dealing with perfectionism in our lives there are other women out there that are also experiencing it there just has to be oh a hundred percent i see this in my work all the time Mm -hmm. and it's interesting doing so much work on yourself and then still finding that this quest for perfection (laughs) is still lingering and so we wanted to have this conversation today Mm -hmm. Uh, what I've enjoyed about our dynamic is that 
yes, okay, there's a little bit of an enabling, but also a lot of grace that we've accepted that there is some, sometimes we are going to allow each other to like, okay, yeah, let's edit that post again, or yeah, I didn't quite get the point across that I wanted to, or we went on a little bit of a tangent there, but we also don't want it to go to the point where we end up self-sabotaging our own podcast because (laughs) we can't get it perfect. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I noticed is even if we do something over again, we redo a an image for a post or we redo a post or we redo a podcast, it's still not perfect. Like yeah. there's still things that I'm like, well, the baby was still crying two <laughs> floors up and yeah. the cat's still meowing. And I still didn't say the thing that I said I was going to say, even though we re-recorded it for one of those reasons. <laughs> I ended and, up interrupting you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of chasing it's like you're, you're in, it's a rabbit hole. You can just mm-hmm. keep going and going and going and going and going and you're never going to arrive at this perf- perfect state, this perfect place where everything is perfect and you are perfect and it's just not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But if it does, guaranteed, you will drive yourself crazy getting there. Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. So... We are learning to let go. And this has been a really beautiful lesson for both of us in, especially because this is a collaborative project. I can't just be sitting in my room obsessing about it alone. (laughs) And I don't have control over everything that Melissa is going to say. Um, and nor does Melissa have control over everything I'm going to say. So there is a point where we do have to just let go and let it be. And perhaps that is perfect. <laughs> perhaps the the imperfections, the the humanity, the reality, that is what makes these conversations accessible and and relatable yeah well i'm gonna i'm gonna maybe bring this out of left field and kind of throw this on you here and maybe if it's perfect you can edit it out we can talk to, or we can just re-record but i was actually thinking um guys we're having a we're having a conversation a personal conversation in front of you right now yeah but i was thinking because Catherine and i have um been taking turns writing posts according to the episode that we're recording um, and releasing that when the podcast is released, when that episode is released. And we've been doing a lot of, we've been collaborating on that. So like, I'll do something, send it to Catherine. Catherine will approve or be like, hey, what if we made this change or this change or whatever? Um, and vice versa. And then same thing with like the the image. It's like, Okay, I'm going to go into Canva and I'm going to do my thing and then I'm going to send it over and then she's going to give some ideas to tweak it. And then, I'm gonna, and then there's a lot of back and forth I'm noticing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was telling Jim, I'm like, it's it's weird because I trust you. Yeah. So I trust that you can write a post. Yeah. And create an image and put the hashtags together and put it out there. 
Yeah. And I'm like, I think I need to have the conversation with Catherine that we don't need to have this back and forth if you trust yeah. me and I trust you. And so could totally. we agree to trust each other? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because, but you know what's interesting? <laughs> it's almost easier to trust you to do the post. Mm. Then for me, I think what it is, is that we are searching or seeking the approval. Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it's not about trusting Melissa for me. I think it's more about trusting myself. Oh my God. So true. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it, and it, I think that's, what's been easy doing this with somebody else is like yeah you can kind of put it on the other person and like mm -hmm. a little bit and and I think that's great in a lot of ways oh it's but yes it's wonderful and I think that maybe this is something that we get to explore in this dynamic that I know will play into other areas because hmm, what is it about this that is not what what is it about me that I'm not trusting or you that you're not trusting in yourself. Um, well, yeah. I, and I think that this is one of the main roots of perfectionism is this feeling of this deep seated feeling as a woman of not being worthy, yeah. of not being enough that if and this shows up in so many parts of our lives with our physical bodies, with the, the work we put out into the world, with the conversations that we have in our own lives. I, I can recall many, many, many times where I've had a conversation with someone in my head before I've actually gone out there and had the conversation. Oh, know. I do that. You know, I've like, like for, since I, as long as I can remember. Yeah, right? Like, And I think that's also a form of, it, it's our anxiety coming into it. But I, I really do feel that it, it has a lot to do with being a woman in, in this world yep. and, and not recognizing that we have a right to be here in our imperfectness yep. and that we are whole as we are right now, that there's nothing to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just thinking back to the guest that we had, Justine Moore Sloan, and we were talking mm. a little bit about, because um, she, she's, we're talking a lot about body image and how that started yeah. at such a young age for her. And I mean, I really feel like this, this is, I mean, okay, this comes from, this is our birthright, our birthright to that we are inherently worthy, our birthright to we are inherently deserving of love, of abundance, of joy. We, these are our birthrights and things can happen in our life, usually by our caregivers that will alter that birthright. Mm -hmm. Not all the time, but usually even the most perfect parent, quote unquote, perfect parent is going to create some sort of altered birthright. And I believe that this is for us to evolve, become stronger as human beings, to understand ourselves. Like we're here remembering so much of who we are in our essence. 
And as, as little girls, especially, this quest to perfection begins at such, such a young age. And it is really, it does start off, I think, from the physical part, especially when we go out into the culture and we go out into society and we need to look a certain way and we need to be a certain way and we need to be the good girl and the nice girl and the pretty girl and the smart girl and be a good girl, be a good girl, be a good girl. And of course, like, what is that going to teach us about ourselves? That we're not good enough as not, we are. Yeah. We can't show up as we are in our bodies with our unique perspectives with our voice because we're going to say it wrong because we're going to get it wrong because we're going to look wrong and and that would be a disaster if we're Mm -hmm. misunderstood right we want to get things right so that we are not that so that so that we're understood so that people get it get us so that we belong with people so that we get the approval so we get the approval and the validation and okay I'm, we're good like we're still good i'm good to be here i i've earned my spot you know mm. and it's just interesting as like grown-ass women that this stuff still comes up right <laughs> and like <laughs> i see this with my clients too i you know, I used to run a lot of small group business masterminds with new coaches. And the thing that I would see people run into all the time was needing things to be perfect before they shared their gift with the world, before they shared their message with the world, before they talked about it or did anything. It was like, I need to have this together and this together and this together and this needs to be right and this need and the circumstances all need to align. And my friends need to get, my family needs to get, my website needs to be perfect, and I need to have money for this and this and this and this. Blah, blah, blah. And you're creating these, you create these circumstances that make it impossible for you to be who you are in the world, because things need to be perfect and right, and it needs to go as planned. And if it doesn't go as planned, we're fucked. Well, I see this in my work too when it comes to birth, mm-hmm. the birth plan. That's why I actually. Um, I actually like to stay away from having my clients create birth plans uh, and sticking with birth values um, because our values don't shift, but plans do, especially in birth, in life, (laughs) really. Well, Um, birth is a reflection of everything that happens in life. Exactly. So when, when you have these, these detailed birth plans and when it inevitably doesn't go exactly how you put it out on paper, then I've witnessed women trying to reconcile that and feeling like they could have done something different, that there was something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. and. Oh, if I had put that in my plan, then that would have gone better. And it's like, no, no, no. The the lesson is in in the unfolding. The lesson is in the imperfections. Uh, the the growth, the expansion happens when we surrender and and we're and we allow things to go the way they are are going to go. Yeah, and trust, right? Like Trust mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with surrender and allowing. And I think that this is like, I mean, we're we're here 
talking about rebirth and this is a central theme in the uni codes and how can we not acknowledge birth as this massive teacher because if this is what's happening in the birth process of course this is going to be reflected in life in general i myself personally and i don't do birth work i know so many women who ended up in say a emergency cesarean Mm -hmm. and it have beat up on themselves that it didn't go as planned like i I've, i've heard like i just feel so disappointed or i feel like i did something wrong i feel like so as far as saying like next time just like unzip the zipper like Mm-hmm. Because the thought of doing something imperfectly and not getting it right, something that we think and feel we should know how to do and we're not doing it right, mm-hmm. plays so deeply in our subconscious and it plays on our worth and it plays on our everything. It plays on all of these like birthrights all in one go. And... I don't feel like that's okay. Like, no, it's, it's really sad. And I mean, you can go to the extreme too with birth and, and, you know, people going straight to like, okay, let's just go straight to a C-section, not needing it. Let's go straight to a C-section. Let's do the tummy tuck. Let's stitch up the vagina, make it nice and tight for, you know, let's pretend like this didn't happen. Let's go back to being perfect, whole, un- you know, birthed (laughs) and let's get back to work as soon as possible. Let's get back to energy. Let's get back to sex. Let's get back to cocktails with the girls. Let's get back to all of these things as soon as freaking possible because it's got to be perfect. I got to get back. I got to bounce back to perfection. Mm -hmm. What is that saying? What is that setting the stage and the standard for in our society? makes me upset (laughs) it makes me and and not and this is not to shame anybody who has made that decision but we have to look at why are we making these decisions why are we making why are we choosing to not go after our dreams why are we choosing to not trust ourselves and our bodies why are we choosing to you know not stand out because it's almost Sorry to interrupt you, but no. it's almost like letting perfectionism uh, take over. It's almost like having the pursuit for perfection paralyzing us. Yes. To the absolutely. point where we make a choice that we may have not made if we weren't searching perfection because of fear. Almost like, well... I'm not going to start a podcast because sometimes I don't know the right word to say or sometimes like and I'm saying that for myself personally is like sometimes I pronounce things wrong. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't have the greatest vocabulary. I mean, like I'm, I'm 38 years old and that sometimes I still get the wrong like I say carousal oh, yeah. of carousel for example. The aroused you picture. <laughs> so it's like if if I let my perfect perfectionism see I just stumbled on my words right there but if I let that take over 
then I would never grow. I would never, I would have never stepped into being an entrepreneur. I would have stayed with my salary job, you know, like I would have never allowed myself the growth and the expansion that I've experienced by risking being imperfect. Yeah. And you play it safe and safe doesn't mean happy. Safe doesn't mean abundant. Safe doesn't mean anything. It just means it's not out of your comfort zone and there's nothing at stake. There's nothing, there's no growth. Growth doesn't happen in safety. Mm -hmm. Not all the time. Yeah. Not, not typically. Not typically. And you know, and I, I've, I talk about this passionately because I know how much it has held me back in my life, especially in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't do a lot of things because I was scared of looking stupid. I didn't, you know, I might have shared this already, but even posting on social, like even making a comment on a person's post that I knew a friend, I didn't want to do that because I didn't want to say the wrong thing or look stupid. Or what if there's a joke here that I'm not understanding? Or what if there's something here that I'm not quite getting? And to the point that it is debilitating and it is paralyzing. And when you're that caught up and in your head, how are you going to create a life that is exciting and passionate and fulfilling and where you're really bringing your gifts into the world and you're really living fully expressed and you're really living this like joyful, soulful led life. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do that when we are so stuck in our head with getting things right, getting things perfect, and we don't feel worthy enough to go after them. And something that I've really recognized is that perfectionism suffocates your essence. It suffocates your magic. Like, even bringing it back to our podcast in these episodes that we have re-recorded. I feel like some of the things got like some of who we are got lost because we did it again. And yeah. so some of the jokes and the, the, you know, inappropriate <laughs> laughter or inappropriate <laughs> laughter, the awkwardness or the, or the thing that could have been the thing that really hit home for somebody else. Like that might, not have been in there and I I know for sure that there were pieces that weren't in there and Mm -hmm. when you try to recreate it it doesn't quite happen as it would if you're in the moment trusting yourself and okay with fucking up okay with things not going exactly as planned and trusting so deeply in yourself and in your magic in your essence and what you really bring to the world that spark that you bring if you don't trust that you're not, it, I don't know, I'm not, I don't want to say like, <laughs> I don't want to put like fear into people's heads, but it's just like, you're not, it's, you're not going to feel you. Yeah. Fully well, you. Totally. Yeah. And, and what's also really sad about that is that others won't be able to experience you. Because you're trying to be the perfect version of you. She doesn't exist. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are we striving for here? And 
I feel that we're uncovering a beautiful Yoni code and, and that's that we're worthy, that we are enough as we are, that, that if we can embrace our, our birthright for being human, for being imperfect, for, for letting the person that's across from us hold us in our imperfections and celebrate us for that. We could be living in so much more freedom and, mm. and so much more spaciousness if we allow ourselves to take up that space. Yeah. I love that so much. And just as you were talking, I was like, it's more fun to be imperfect. Yeah. Like, it's so much more fun to just be like, I might mess this up. Let's see what happens. Like, I think about being an actor. I was an actor for many years. And, you know, you go into an audition or you go on stage and the lights go on or, you know, you step into that room in front of the camera and you get, you get, you know, if you're on stage, you got one shot, right? If you're in the audition room, you get one, maybe two, right? And it's like when the curtains open, there is no going back. It's just like you just go and and you live the scene. You live this like experience. It's not just about like memorizing lines and getting it right. It's about connecting mm-hmm. with the person, feeling the energy of the audience and bringing the scene to life. This is what makes art so relevant and um at, like magical it does something to us it brings humanity together because we're experiencing these emotions and we're experiencing life in front of us it's a it's a form of storytelling and that's whether it's music or you know film or painting or you know whatever whatever form of art it is perfect is not interesting and when you go into a scene and you're just in your head trying to get the lines right you're not having fun if you're in there and you're connecting with the person and you fuck up the line oops whatever look at this fucking chemistry that's just like oh it feels so good and you know that it's going to translate and people are going to feel and i i think of this often in my life because it is more fun just to be like let's see what happens let's just trust and go in i know in my heart that this is what I'm meant to be doing. I know I know what I'm doing. So let's just go and see what happens. And it might not turn out exactly the way I planned, but it's going to be a lot more fun to be in it and to be who I am in it, truly. And I feel too that oftentimes that when we are able to let go, the end result ends up being better than what we could have ever planned for. Yeah, definitely. Even if that plan doesn't happen right away. Like, yeah. Like, okay, you go out to do something, you do it imperfectly, you mess it up, it doesn't work out, but something else opens up for you. Either like soon after or even like a couple of years down the road, but it was initiated because of this. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like, of the growth that you maybe experienced by. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Pardon? The growth you may have experienced because you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Totally. I think that this is such a beautiful Yoni code and so important because I I feel like it's 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 something that I've seen so many women struggle with, including myself. And what if we changed the narrative around this and really believed and saw and felt our worth? Mm. And sometimes I think it's hard to be like, okay, I feel worthy. Like I am worthy and like really believe it. So like, could we talk about how we could really integrate this code in a way that's like, practical and you can get your head around even if you don't believe it you know what I mean like even if you you still can't believe that you're worthy even if you still don't believe that you can be imperfect how could you start integrating it and embodying this until you do one thing that I want to share one one way that you can integrate this yoni code is let yourself have fun. Yeah. Like take one small step. Don't procrastinate on it. Like think of the thing that you have been saying that you're going to do, but you're not doing it because secretly you're waiting for all of the right things to be in place. And think of one small action that you can take towards it. And then go and take that action like today or tomorrow. No, not tomorrow, today. Go take it today and have as much fun as you can doing it. Even if that's sending an email, like turn on your favorite song, make yourself like your favorite drink, have a dance party, send the email, make it fun. And then just keep doing that. Then take the next step, then take the next step, imperfectly, but having fun, imperfectly, but having fun and always asking yourself, like, what am I learning through this? And just taking that audit for yourself. And then I know Catherine was talking about earlier, also just kind of changing the dialogue that you're having with yourself. Yeah, shifting your inner dialogue and uh, telling yourself that, like, literally having a mantra that it doesn't have to be perfect. It does not have to be perfect. Let this be enough today. I did my best. And and really embodying the energy behind those words too. Yeah. I have a beautiful quote to share. Yeah. To perhaps like close our our podcast today. And and I feel like the irony too is like our sound is probably not perfect. I'm like I'm in a basement right now recording and there's you probably can hear the water <laughs> going down the pipes and things like that. And I find it's like so funny, like that this this is our episode on perfection and there's definitely going to be some sounds for it starting to wake up from her nap too. <laughs> anyway, um so it's by Glennalyn see I'm probably saying her name wrong. <laughs> Glennon Doyle. Um we can choose to be perfect and admired or to be real and loved. We can choose to be perfect and admired or to be real and loved. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real and loved. <laughs> I mean, you might want to be perfect and admired, but at some point that starts to feel empty. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's when probably a lot of people go into a spiritual transformation. They go into a rebirth period. I love that. Mm. Okay, folks, we are wrapping it up. So amazing to be here with you. We will see you next week on another episode of the Yoni Codes. See you soon. Talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this Yoni Code. If this episode moved, inspired, or flat out entertained you, please head over to iTunes and give us five stars or share with a friend. Follow us on Instagram at the Yoni Codes to continue the conversation. Oh, and make sure to click on the link in the profile for other ways to connect. We look forward to unlocking the next Yoni Code together.